But one of the things that you have to be able to do is to track people who are positive. Where were they? Who were they in contact with? How can you hem up any recurrence of this? Uh, should we have, like, should, like you did with the, California did with the Conservation Corps of Young People, should we have a contract tracer corps, even if we call it something more elegant? Should we yeah. really build the first public health network we've ever really built in this country around this issue? The predicate for getting back to some semblance of normalcy is our ability to identify individuals through testing, to be able to trace their contacts, to isolate individuals uh, that have uh, either uh, been exposed or quarantined people that are tested positive. And that's just gonna require an army of folks and the capacity of consideration from individuals to allow uh, for their privacy uh, to be impacted by that kind of acuity of attention based upon where they've been and who they talked to. This virtual group of contact tracers um, would contact anybody who has tested positive to learn about their recent activities, um, who they may have been in contact with. We had something like 7,000 people, 9,000 people apply within the first couple of days to be contact tracers so that we can actually use people who are out of place, um, out of work rather, um, who can be trained, even lay people. I guess we'll fire up the old whiz bang here and uh, try to figure out why uh, Mr. Mike Pence said, you know what? Go fuck your, he didn't say that because he's a, a an upstanding man as far as I, they're letting us believe. And uh, he said, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck this whole fucking mask bullshit. Sure, I'm going into a hot zone with a bunch of sick people. Not me. I fucking tested. I don't have it. So suck it. All right, folks. I hope I hope you were paying attention to the uh, <laughs> to the video up top, where the Bill Clinton Muppet, whoever was working that, as he's talking to Gavin Newsom, and they're talking about. A, an army, a, a core of people going door to door, political operatives going door to door. Why are you at my front door? Because Bob Mueller said that Donald Trump is a Russian spy. Is that why you're at my front door? Oh, oh, because somebody tested positive for something and the test was being 100% right. You're here now because you asked them, well, you don't even ask them. You had the data from their phone and you knew exactly where and when and who they were with when they were doing it and you were paying a visit and I'm on that list. And now what are my options? To not open the door? To tell you to fucking suck my dick through my ring camera? To to watch the fucking uh, color drain from your dumb face as I, uh, as I racket a fucking shotgun? How about that? All right, get off my fucking lawn. Do you have a fucking appointment? Why are you at my house? Because somebody made something up and now because of the mark of the beast and we're all getting the chip and the vaccination and the test and all of this fear that they're selling us. Well, here's Bill Clinton. Here's Gavin Newsom talking about, you know, these people don't have jobs. Why don't we get them? What, what voice was that? These people don't have jobs. So uh, you know, the, the same yo-yos that they hire to deliver uh, stuff for Amazon. And mind you, I've delivered things and it sucks and it's a shitty job. But that gives you no right 
to blow your fucking gross cold nose all over somebody's uh, package that they ordered. Or you're having a bad day and you left the fucking e-brake on your truck and now you got to chase it down the street. But not before you kicked my package from the sidewalk all the way up to the front door. Maybe on the lawn while the sprinkler was on. Why do you give a shit? Oh, you knew it was good and you just stole it. Those people will be hired and dispatched door to door to follow up on so-and-so had a blank test and they said they were with you. We're here to test you. Oh, sorry, your test came bad. Now you have to quarantine in place for two weeks. With the power of the state. Think about that. That's how they're going to encroach on this. My buddy Tom Dunlap, follow him. He's great. He gets it. All right. He understands what is happening to our country. This infiltration and how blatantly and obvious it is. And, uh, and to get this out of the way, God bless General Flynn. That he is almost on uh, the f all fully way through this battle. And to find out that they with, oh my God, can you just believe we found fucking how many thousands of emails that were related directly to your case that we didn't, oh yeah, we forgot to send those ones over to. And uh, they have till the 5th to uh, send all that information in. They have the 11th, uh, I believe is when they determine whether or not uh, General Flynn is able to drop his plea or if the fucking whole thing just implodes because of how much dirty dealing was in it. You know, his lawyer who uh, who fucking sold him out, the, you know, the Burlington and Covington, you know, the same uh, lawyer that Joe Biden hired for his fucking political campaign. Nothing to see here. It's all connected. It is all absolutely connected. And it's and it's fascinating to watch it all go down. To watch to watch them had exculpatory evidence that they knew that they should not even be interviewing General Flynn, but they went in and they set him up, and then they went after his kid. And here he is, knowing he knows he's not. He's like, look, look I'm doing this to protect my family. And he decided to uh, agree to a statement that was not true. And the judge gave him a couple times to get out of it. And it is here where it is. And it's all going to go away. It's all coming to see the light of day. So he goes, what happens, folks, is if he goes, if, if they go, <laughs> if, here's the thing. If, if, if he says not guilty and they allow him to withdraw his guilty plea and say not guilty, then Van Grack, the prosecutor, has two options. He either tries the case, which coming to the stage, James Comey, coming to the stage, Loretta Lynch, Coming to the stage, Sally Yates. Coming to the stage, James Clapper. Coming to the stage, John Brennan. Under oath. You think they want that to happen? Fuck no. So he's going to get vacated. He's going to sue the fucking balls off of these people that set him up. And then once that's lifted, you're going to see the operation that was behind all of it. Every one of the coups from the Russia coup, impeachment, uh, Donald Trump pretending that he had sex with Stormy Daniels. That's that was one of my favorites. Shit, I'm I'm four years on that one. And we know for a fact that uh, according to Michael Cohen, Donald Trump pays out things that never happened. Who's to say he didn't have a conversation with one Stormy Daniels saying, well, "Let's just say we banged." We'll both get a lot of press out of it. We both know that it's not true. Why did she recant her story in 2018? Because it never happened. 
it looks awesome if the if the billionaire uh, real estate mogul is banging a porn star and the media is going to feast on it and be the fake news that it always was but they were also going to give up all of their tactics in creating news and creating narratives and if you own the story you know it never happened and they were blood in the water this is the reason we have to get him out, blah, blah, blah. And the same people, blah, 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 Mueller, blah, 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 impeachment, blah, 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 global warming, blah, 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 Wuhan virus, COVID-19, shelter in your fucking house, take the test, take the vaccination. It's all in the terms of service. And that's why uh, a guy who you wouldn't let live in your neighborhood is now at your door taking your mother effing rights away. All right. This is disgusting that we're even entertaining these conversations. Anyways, Tom on my uh, Facebook page shared a, uh, he shared a picture of, uh, it was uh, Chinese kids who are in school and they've got the masks on. And then on top of that, they've got the fucking, the plastic shield over their fucking heads. How many levels of control is that? How fucking wild that is. And that's the new normal. The new normal is we test you and we want to know who you were with and where they went. We're saying it's just to see where, make sure that we're not having an outbreak here. We promise we're only going to do it during an outbreak. Let's see it for what it is. And stop it now. And stop it now with the wearing of masks. Say fuck it. Fuck you. None of this is fucking scary enough. It didn't kill enough people than the normal cold and flu season that we've always had. So if you guess what, you keep up your prayers, your vitamins, your immunity, walk around the block, enjoy your life, generally have a good sense of joy about you as you go about your day, no impending sense of dread out there. And then guess what? When you actually come across a bug, oh, I'm, I don't feel well. Oh, okay, well, let's get some extra vitamin C. Let's take a nap. How about some DayQuil? How about some NyQuil? Shut it down for the day and then see how it goes. And more than likely, because your immunity is already launching forward into it, same way if your faith is already launching forward to it, then when, when you're approached by uh, you know activities that you should not be doing, then guess what? Then you're, because your faith is fully present there, then you're less apt to do those things. Just like when the bug comes at you and your immunity is so far forward, you're less apt to get sick because your body is going to have all hands on deck to be able to handle the virus. Thank you. That is uh, what I've been telling you from the beginning. So uh, don't be surprised that uh, that they're just laying out the, the plan for us, that it ends up with the chip and ends up with a mandatory vaccine. There's going to be no philosophical exemptions. No conscientious subjectors, no religious exemptions on the testing, on the mandatory vaccine. And sure, you watched me put up the video where they had uh, the swine flu in 1976 and those commercials. It's on the rockfin.com slash JT. I put it up there. It's on YouTube as well. It's a 60-minute story. And when they were selling the swine flu, that they had, did it have a certain amount of testing? We believe it does. Is that the test that the people got? No, they got a different vaccine that we made after that one. Did you tell anybody about it? Nope. Okay. 
But Gerald Ford took it, and so-and-so took it, and they took it, and they took it, and Mary Tyler Moore takes it. She gets on camera. Mary, did you take the fucking thing? No. That's how bad they were lying to us then in 1976 when everybody only had five channels on their television. How easy it was to do that now. And now him, how impossible it is to do it now because the information is so readily available. The, the media, the, the global warming hoax people, and now the fucking shelter in place and take the fucking vaccine people and the Joe Biden people, they're on the same fucking team, right? And are, what are they telling you? What are they telling you? The same bullshit that they've been telling you this whole entire time, but what does it come down to? It comes down to control. The same amount of control that we have that these, that these yo-yos in China raise their kids with masks on their face and coverage because it's not about the disease folks it's about the control in your mind that says you are doing right by the state by putting on these layers of protection you're doing right by the state and it is mandatory and you must do it you must not question that's what they want here and that's why it stops here they had one shot at it. They're not going to do it. They're going to run through it again. Do you think there's not going to be jihadis, cartel members running around with the next version of whatever's going to make you sick to rub it on whatever the fuck so you get another outbreak? That you have people trapped in their house with uh, poor diets and not getting sun and not getting vitamins and you're going to release them back out into the public where their immunity is lower now because your immunity is higher when you're out and around this shit. And so we're going to have another out and there's going to be another bump up of cases because we're back out and whatever. And the media is going to do everything that they can to try to encroach this forward. And at some point, you're going to assert your rights and go, nah, I'm not going to wear a mask. No, I'm going to the beach. No, I'm going to play golf. No, I'm opening my business. Why? About, do you realize the things are cold? The, everything's closed because nobody has insurance. Because nobody insuring these businesses is going to allow people to come in, get sick, and then sue the business. No insurance company wants to pay that out. So they're going to put the onus on us to be tested and have a vaccine in us when we have readily available technology using fog and UV to have a robot go into buildings and scan it and clean it for the viruses. That's what the fucking insurance companies should be paying for. Send the fucking robots in, clean out the fucking building. We'll walk in and be healthier than we were before. How about that? It wasn't a problem three months ago, was it? And all of a sudden, it's a new now. Hi, we're the same people that have been lying to you for this long. But now there's a new now. And the new now says you have to wear a mask. And the new now says that if somebody says they were with you and now they're sick, then you have to tell us where you were. You have to tell us who you were with. You have to tell us what you were doing. Sure, it's illegal search and seizure. Sure, the people on the front door aren't cops. They're third-party medical workers for the state. They're going to have police power if you allow it. So open everything up. Let people get sick. Let the people die who are going to die. How many different COVID codes did the World Health Organization put out? Well, guess what? They're being used correctly in hospital systems. They're being used incorrectly in hospital systems. One is a legitimate use in which they'll be paid out $39,000 per COVID designation. Or the people who did it fraudulently 
will be held accountable. They'll return the money. They'll lose their business however, or nothing will happen to them. That's, that's as probably as probable as everything else. They promised you 2 million dead and by the use of coding and uh, we have to keep everything closed because then every person who dies, we say it's a COVID and how much longer does this need? We have to, why we have to be in a, we have to be locked in our house for two years in order for 2 million people to die so they can finally say, Hey, we were right. Our, our, our moronic coding finally got to the number we promised you. We were, we were right. Oh, and it's hot out. That must be global warming the fuck out of here nobody's buying it i hope you're not buying it either oh well, why would somebody tell someone to shoot fucking lysol and whatever they never said it but you know what happens when the media talks you know that we've talked about this before that when a when a celebrity kills themselves like there's a number of suicides that are already running you know the normal the normal percolating american mound of people fucking taking the quick way out all right then if a celebrity does it and then increases the exposure of it and then because there's just this herd following along of things you gotta you gotta bump up in it and so you have you all of a sudden you have all of these stories uh drinking bleach and injecting disinfectants and whatever they're saying yeah disinfectant oh formaldehyde you mean the things that are already in the vaccines that are already in us because we've been pumping ourselves with disinfectants and now the people who have to sell the Gates vaccine just spent how long telling you not to inject disinfectants when disinfectants are in the Gates vaccine? How are they going to get this to get there? They're not because you're going to stop wearing a fucking mask because you're not a moron. And this thing is as catchy as the cold and flu always is. Well, I was in a real fucking here we go rant. And then we and I lost the fucking tact on that. Damn it. That's it. So uh, the next 22 minutes, uh, I want you to watch a video. Uh, it was put together. I found it on found it on Twitter today. I'm going to link the YouTube channel to this. It's a standalone video on my Facebook page, and it's a standalone video here on Rockfin as well. And it's, uh, you know, it's just a collection. It's the same way when they use the Sinclair, you know, when they have, they, they send the press release out and then the anchors have to pretend that they give a shit when they read it. And then they put 30 of them on a thing and you realize that they're parroting the same point. Well, it's it's the new now. And that's the, the, the new now is medical surveillance. The new now is temperature by drone. The new now is narking out people you may have heard that have been sick. Oh, and how do they always happen to be the same people who all own guns? How do they put? How do they join those two lists together? Oh, I'm so shocked. So let's let's stop it now. The fact that and you and you'll see it in here. They they blatantly say that there will be no conscientious objectors. Objectors. There will not be any philosophical or religious exemptions for this. And so the new normal doesn't exist unless we choose that it does and if everybody just goes fucking stop and just starts laughing pointing and laughing that's all that it is it's going to be the shame in this it's going to be the shame in this and use your first amendment rights to speak your mind and speak your heart first do you realize and i had this fucking blew my mind i had a conversation with a comedian on a podcast and I'll, I'll link it when it comes out 
and I and it never dawned on me that that people think that your rights your rights come in order. You get the first one, and once you get the first one, then you get the second one, then you get the third one. It, your fucking rights arrive in mass, in their totality, at your conception, as an American citizen, as a human being, under God. It's not a fucking menu to pick and choose from. They arrive in their fullness. And the freedom of expression is not wearing a mask. And don't let anybody scare you or bully you or think that it's a patriotic move to wear a mask. And proudly go about your day living the life that you lived before. And the new normal will never come to be because the old normal was already good enough as it was until they created this episode. And it's being handled. And I don't know why Donald Trump doesn't want to send another fucking round of checks out. And maybe that's just for the media to, to yell about it. Why are we having the checks come out? Blah, blah, blah. Let's put the pressure on the states. And now maybe the states will do the next round of checks. Remember, everything he says, they have to go completely the opposite. That's the rules. That's the rules that they've set up for themselves. Everything is anti-Trump. Everything is all the time. So he knows it. And he says the things that are going to be twisted around and so uh and that's how you get people who believe that he said to inject fucking lysol and drink bleach except when you have stories about people drinking bleach there was already a baseline of people drinking bleach and just like the suicides you have a blip in the bleach drinkers you have a blip in the fucking whatevers so that's this watch this next video it's uh 20 22, 23 minutes, and I think that'll get us almost to 45 minutes. Whiskey and the Surfer is tomorrow. I've got, uh, let's see. I've already got the fucking music ready, raring to go, and I'm excited uh, to get behind the mic tomorrow. That's right. Enjoy your life, folks. Earth, wind, and fire. Take life down to the elemental truths that exist in reality. Listen before you speak. Silence comes before speaking. You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to not answer your door. You have a right to not wear a mask in public. You have a right to not take a mandated medical procedure. And anyone who would tell you to do that does not have your rights and your freedoms in mind. Because just like those, those Asian kids with the nine pieces of PPE they got to go on before they go to school, it started with zero. And then it started with one. And now they're up to how many? The same thing is going to be pushed for us, and it's what they're working on. And it is the end goal. And if it's not this round of the flu, it's going to be the next round of the flu or Ebola or whatever it is. It's going to be a continued thing, a continued thing, a continued thing. Until, simply put, we're still living in a jungle. <laughs> 
There was the primates that lived in the trees. There was the lower order primates that lived on the ground. The ones in the trees figured out that they could scare the ground ones by throwing things. And then at some point, the ones on the ground realized how, what was happening and why. And they stopped being scared of it. And they chopped down the trees. That's what's being put forward. It's a deception. It's pure propaganda. It's a repeating of a narrative. In this case, it's the new now. So watch this video. It's 22, 23 minutes. If you like it, forward it. Find it on YouTube and forward it around because the more people need to see this, the faster they'll wake up to it. The faster that they wake up to it, the more we can return to American greatness that does not have anything to do with Chinese propaganda, the mockingbird media's propaganda, or the propping up of global warming, or digital immunity certificates. That's what's in the chip. Your proof that you're immune to the thing they created. Sold to you by the guy who invented the thing that proves you don't have it. All he has to do is make it up and then show you you don't have it. Which monkey is he? And what do we do about the tree that he's in? Enjoy the video. God bless America. Rockfin.com slash GT. Get us on the Soundstooth app. That's at soundstooth.com. That way the show and all of the awesome content over there lives on your phone. And that's a great thing because then our sweet riffs and our sweet shows and our sweet music follows you around just like everybody else in your phone, capturing all of your data. More than likely, not for your good, but for somebody else's profit, somebody else's data collection, and the ultimate control net that's being put on all of us. JohnToll.net is where you can find my stuff. Albums, uh, this only has to work once. Whatever it is you do all day. I shot JR, pre-existing condition, shrooming and kind of alive at Cold Town. It's all on, it's all on uh, Spotify. Listen for free. If you want to go to iTunes or Apple Music and download it, I would love it. That would be, it would help it. Help, absolutely help what we're doing here. All right. If you want to, Pitboss2000, PC Death Squad. I'm writing new music right now for uh, Pitboss2000. I fucking love it. And uh, it's a great opportunity to improve the things that you know and your passions and follow those things. It's, it's, I have, I have buddies who are, who are, who are tattooers and now they can't tattoo. And so the, the, the stickers and the posters they're putting out are, are fucking phenomenal. Check out a uh, Kyle Walker tattoo on Instagram. Check out the stickers and the amazing shark art they're doing over here. It's fucking Nate Banuelos is putting stuff out. We should go check it out. It's dope. All right. So, uh, go support over there. If you want to get uh, merch, you can, the guys at Cold Cuts are holding it down at WeaponsGradeFaith.com. If you can get hats or if you want to do it through me, I'll send me send my fat ass to the post office. I'll throw some free CDs if you want to order a hat or hoodies. I've got stuff and that's at WeaponsGradeFaith uh, at Big Cartel. That's what's dot BigCartel.com. And then the mugs and the t-shirts, the Pitboss stuff is at the uh, Shopify store. And you're going to find all those links at JohnToll.net. Anyways, here is uh, that 22-minute video. Enjoy your life. See the gimmick and the game for what it is. Whiskey and the Surfer is tomorrow, and we're going to be rock jamming. Right? Now look at it.
music even trails out. If someone had said to you in December that by April, millions of people all over the world would be infected with a mysterious new virus that has no vaccine, you'd think they were talking about a Hollywood script. It's happened so fast, it almost doesn't seem real. Breaking developments in the coronavirus pandemic. The death toll rising in the U.S., more than 60 dead. Doctors on the front lines in Italy with an ominous warning tonight, calling this the apocalypse and telling the world to get ready. Well, most of us have never lived through anything like this. No one is immune to the COVID-19 virus. It threatens all of us. Now imagine a world where mass outbreaks of deadly diseases are commonplace. Well, it sounds scary, but that might not be too far off. The World Health Organization has warned in a BBC interview that we're entering a new phase where such a reality is, quote, a new normal. As the coronavirus pandemic brings life across the country to a grinding halt, Americans are facing a new normal. It is a new normal that we all have to get used to. I know a big question, Tom, from a lot of New Yorkers. When might we ever get back to normal? Uh, the mm. governor talked today about working toward a new normal. So we're going to a different place, which is a new normal. This morning, almost 40 million Californians waking up to a new normal. Social distancing at schools and businesses. You may be having dinner uh, with a waiter wearing gloves, maybe a face mask. Uh, dinner where the menu is disposable, where your temperature is checked before you walk in. A new normal that will hopefully allow America to reopen. And looking forward into this next phase of reopening and Establishing some kind of new normal. Embrace the new normals of social distancing and sheltering in place, all the physical isolation. Now masks are becoming the new normal. What do you think? Can schools operate under social distancing guidelines? And is that what they're going to potentially have to do as the new normal? When we get out of the sort of new normal and get to a new new normal. Just trying to cope with the new normal. This is the new normal imagining and reimagining what society is going to look like when they reopen. If you want to go to a restaurant, you're going to have your temperature taken before you're allowed inside uh, to dine. So that's just possibly going to be the new normal that we see down the road. Adjust our lives and get ready for the new normal. This new normal is going to look very, very different. A stepwise return to not normal, but a new normal. Long lines for food becoming a new normal. The communities return to normal or the new normal on what that may be. The coronavirus pandemic has meant not only online classes, but having to watch their job and internship offers go down the drain. So what is the new normal like for the class of COVID-19? There will be a new normal, we just don't know what that new normal is yet. So a return to normal as we knew it is not on the cards in the near future. And it is really important that I am upfront with you right now about that. What we will be seeking to do is find a new normal. Get out of the lockdown and return to what will 
by the way, be a new normal. It's not going to be the normal we experienced before the, the virus took hold. Can I say this has become, this is likely to be the new norm? We will be having to live in a, a new normal, as we were trying to say, with this virus. We, we keep talking about this is the new normal. I'm just curious, when can we expect life to go back to the true normal? You know, when is this expected to peak? Do you guys have some sort of timeline or estimate in mind? Or So... I have repeatedly said, this is our new normal. If we are going to be able to, to move ahead into our new normal, we will find our new normal in the coming weeks. To make sure that we can do everything we can to flatten the curve so that we can return, not to the old normal, but to a new normal that allows us to function more uh, and more openly as a, as a society. We can continue to improve uh, how we uh, work and play in this new normal. All of us should be able to name all the people we've been in close contact with over the last two weeks as a new normal. Get New Brunswick back to uh, the new normal. Because that really is going to be part of our new normal moving forward. So these are all elements of our new normal. We will transition into the new normal. What we consider normal before COVID-19 is still a long way from returning. Our lives are changing and about to change in a very significant way. But the thing that we called normal, our old normal, was just the new normal for people who are older than us. And this new normal that we, is so shocking for all of us, is just the normal of future generations. I don't mean future generations 50 years from now, I mean people who are born five years from now. The best hope of getting back to normal as soon as possible is never getting ahead of where we are right now. So it's not going to be returned to normal. People will have to realize this is not going to go away anytime soon. Uh, and we're going to have to keep this up. If you think that this is going to be going back to normal in July, think again. This will be the new normal until a vaccine is developed. What it's going to take for all of us to be able to return to normal. The only thing that will really allow life as we once knew it to resume is a vaccine. It won't go back to normal in some very rapid fashion. Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates has continued the fight against coronavirus, investing billions of dollars on the construction of factories working to develop a COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, and it won't be normal until we get a, an amazing vaccine uh, to the entire world. And I know that we are all eager to get back to work and get back to normal. But the reality is we have to remember that until we find a vaccine for this terrible virus, until we have that vaccine, letting our guard down means potentially exposing millions of our people to the virus. The hard fact is until we find a vaccine, going back to normal means putting lives at risk. It's until we get almost everybody vaccinated uh, globally, we still won't be fully back to normal. Um, it means zero tolerance. So every time we see a case, we basically pounce on it. We do everything we can then to shut it down and to eliminate it when it arises. And we will have to keep doing that on an ongoing basis. And yes, until a vaccine arises. You know, it's so important to get not just hundreds of millions, but literally billions of those vaccines because this is a global problem. We can anticipate that we will continue like this for some time until an effective vaccine is widely available.
We really, we want to get into this semi-normal phase as soon as we can. And then uh, the vaccine is the thing that, that will change things. I think even after we're through this first wave, uh, we will need to remain vigilant and we will need to bring in different measures. Uh, normality, as it was before, uh, will not come back full on until we get a vaccine for this. And as you say, that uh, could be a very long way off. Obviously, we continue to work on the vaccines, but the vaccines have to be down the road by probably 14, 15, 16 months. We're doing great on the vaccines. I think Johnson & Johnson is leading, seems to be leading in terms of the studies. Also March 2017 in the White House. In both of those two meetings, he asked me if vaccines weren't a bad thing because he was considering a commission to look into uh, ill effects of vaccines. And, and somebody, his name is Robert Kennedy Jr., was advising him that vaccines were causing bad things. And I said, no, that's a dead end. That would be a bad thing. Don't do that. When will we get back to some sort of normal? What do you think it will take? Well, um, Dr. Fauci is my hero. Just so you know. Will we truly get back to normal in this country before there's an actual vaccine that's available to everybody? What, in, how, how, do you, how do you start lifting the restrictions? Yeah, well, well John, if, if back to normal means acting like there never was a coronavirus problem, I, I don't think that's going to happen until we do have a situation where you can completely protect the population. Like large public gatherings may not resume until broad vaccination has taken place. The way we go back to the way we were before is going to take time. We won't be completely safe until we have a vaccine. Into whatever semblance of normalcy uh, the new normal will provide over the course of the next few months as we all look forward to the moment uh, where we have herd immunity and or a vaccine. The problem many school administrators have is that they can't give a guarantee to parents right now that their kids would be safe going back into the classroom. And until there's a vaccine and testing, they're making plans instead to continue remote learning. All of this while the world awaits a vaccine and faces the reality that even with one, our lives will never be the same. Legislative amendments that would make vaccinations mandatory for public school students unless they have a medical exemption. Religious and philosophical exemptions would no longer be allowed. A lot of it depends on having a vaccine and that's what's going to protect us the most. We need to start thinking about what our new normal will look like over the coming months. With no vaccine for this virus likely to be available for a year or more to protect the population, we need to protect each other. This could easily go on a couple of years waxing and waning. Dr. Peter Hotez is a vaccine scientist at Baylor College of Medicine in Houston. He believes governments need a strategy for how daily life will operate for the next two years. Yes, two years. That's the length of time it could take to develop, test and distribute a vaccine once the surge in cases is over. Dr. Ali Mukdad worked to develop the pandemic models used by the White House. So until we have a vaccine, our definition of normal should be totally different to what normal is. Almost every expert agrees a vaccine is the fastest, safest way to get our world back, even if it means a year or more of waiting. Until that happens, we're stuck in a cat and mouse game with something that can't be seen or detected until it's too late. The thing that'll get us back to the world that we had before coronavirus is the vaccine 
and getting that out to all 7 billion people. Well, I think everyone's life is completely disrupted. You know, your normal pattern of you know, go to meetings, uh, you know, watch sports events, this thing, uh, you know, in, in my lifetime, this is the most dramatic thing. I still find it, it shocking how, how tough, it, tough it is uh, and how hard it's gonna be to get back uh, to the normal life that we had before. Do you think things will go back to normal or is that all changed? No, the, once you have a safe and effective vaccine and get that out to almost all of the people on the planet uh, and build the preparatory systems for the next pandemic uh, so you can nip it in the bud, we will go back to normal and economies will recover. In the long run, the exit from this is going to be one of two things, ideally. One of which is a highly effective vaccine and there are a variety of ways vaccines can be deployed. Uh, they can be deployed for damping down epidemics, they can be deployed to protect vulnerable people. And we're living very, very different lives until there's a vaccine. However, this doesn't mean we will go back to normal. Uh, we are not going to be back to normal until we have a vaccine. Uh, that's, uh, I, I just got to be straight with the people of Idaho. Because the virus in one form or another will be with us for, for a long time until there's a vaccine um, at least. The coronavirus. What we want to do is be able to prevent the disease and the way to do that is through a vaccination. Now until we have a COVID-19 vaccine, workplaces are going to look much different. The virus still remains and will remain until doctors and medical experts find an approved treatment and develop a vaccine. If folks get out of this finally one day and we begin to open things up, or then finally get to a place where the vaccine and completely open up. There will be uh, no normalcy as we knew it, knew it in the past until we have a vaccine or herd immunity. The vaccine is, is critical because until you have that, things aren't really going to be normal. They can open up to some degree, but the risk of a rebound will be there until we have very broad vaccination. Because I, I talked to Bill Gates the other day and, and he was saying that it could be June before anybody is having any sense of normalcy. And, and I don't even know what normalcy means. I mean, normalcy yeah. is, we're not gonna be normal again for a long time. No, we're not, not until we have herd immunity or vaccine. I mean, here's what the new normal may look like. Every establishment you go to, you've got a mask on, your temperature is taken. Uh, when you walk into that establishment, uh, it has half the number uh, of uh, aisles that it used to have. If it's a restaurant or a bar, half as many seats than it used to have. Your waiter may come over with gloves. Uh, you may have a menu that's disposable. Uh, there is nothing normal about that until we get the kind of therapeutics and ultimately get to the herd immunity. I'm struck, Bill, by when you were talking about the phases, the semi-normal phase that you spoke of, mm -hmm. that sounded like months and months of that. If, if a vaccine is still not until 2021, that's, that's many, many months of um, this new normal. That's right. It's uh, almost certainly over a year where large public gatherings likely won't be taking place. We're likely to be using masks. Even in restaurants, there'll be some degree of spacing. If we do not have a vaccine, can I sit next to somebody in a movie theater? Can I go to a basketball game? It depends whether the virus is spreading in your community. If it is, 
No basketball games. No way. The Prime Minister has said previously that he doesn't think Canada will be able to return to full normalcy until there is a vaccine. On the issue of the vaccine, which you've said in the past could take a year to 18 months, Will we have to wait for a vaccine to hug our family and friends who are outside of our bubble? When will there be a vaccine? What do, how do you see that? So we're going to have to take something that usually takes five or six years and get it done in 18 months. Uh, there are There is an approach called an RNA vaccine that people like Moderna, CureVac and several others have that looks quite promising. This is where an RNA vaccine comes in, which becomes possible when you have the virus's genetic sequence and you know which genes code for which proteins. So the concept of an RNA vaccine is, let's inject the RNA molecule that encodes for the spike protein. It's making your cell do the work of creating this viral protein that is going to be recognized by your immune system and trigger um, the development of these antibodies. It's a relatively new unproven technology, and there's still no example of an RNA vaccine that's been deployed worldwide in the way that we need for the coronavirus. The advantage of the RNA vaccine is that it can be produced within a matter of days. So these types of vaccines are much faster to generate. I'm the first person in the United States to receive the experimental coronavirus vaccine. I was the second person to enter into a COVID-19 trial vaccination. Eventually what we'll have to have is certificates of who's a recovered person, who's a vaccinated person, because you don't want people moving around the world where you'll have some countries that won't have it under control. Sadly, you don't want to completely block off the ability for those you know, people to go there and come back and move around. People to go there and come back and move around. So eventually there will be sort of this digital uh, immunity proof uh, that you know, will help facilitate the global reopening up. Meet the RFID microchip. This tiny chip, which can be implanted into your wrist, yes, I did say wrist, uses short-range radio frequency identification, similar to the tech used to track your pets or your phone. Once implanted in your body, it could identify you as you pass through the airport, open the door to your home. It could even be used to buy groceries at the supermarket. Now, your driver's license, passport, keys, and wallet are all inside your body, contained in something the size of a grain of rice. A lot of people are wondering when things are going to return to some semblance of normalcy, but let's take let's talk about what that might actually look like. You talk about returning to some semblance of normal. What what are we saying that looks like? I mean, you mentioned keeping up social distancing. What could life look like? say six months a year from now. Apple and Google announced new technology that could help. Phones ping other phones around them with their location. People who contract the virus report their diagnosis to the app, and anyone who came close to them is notified. In Hangzhou, to enter a tower block, you need to have your temperature taken and registered. And you must have an app on your phone into which you input your name, temperature, recent travel, and ID number. The information generates a color code. 
In Hangzhou, to go out of the community or to public activities, you need to have a green code. This green, yellow or red code is automatically decided through the system. It uses big data to decide whether you've been to affected districts or come into contact with those people. But what if you're well and get a red code anyway? This man says he's self-isolated while visiting Anhui province near Wuhan and back home in Shanghai. But there's no way to challenge the technology. Our office building here, you need to register. You need to show the code to demonstrate that you're healthy. So when I was read, there was no way I could go to the office and work. I didn't do anything. Then after two or three days, I looked and suddenly it was green. I don't know why, but I think that although it's not really reasonable, it is still a preventative measure. But few know exactly how their data is being used. We actually looked at the back-end code uh, that the, the app was running, and what you could see is the moment that a user gives it permission um, to access data, it immediately sends uh, a, a function that says report info and location to police. Um, and then we looked into it, and the police were a key developer of the product as well. And so from that, you can tell that the data is basically being sent back to, to the police uh, the moment somebody actually uses the app. The Australian Department of Defense has selected Dragonfly to integrate and commercialize its breakthrough detection technology. This technology can, from a distance, determine fever, which is much different than determining just temperature, cough detection, respiratory rate, heart rate, and blood pressure. So what this detection technology can do is help establish a global early warning system for infectious and respiratory diseases. A team of researchers say the U.S. could have to endure social distancing for two more years unless a coronavirus vaccine becomes available. The Harvard School of Public Health published the projections in the journal Science this week. The group says they use data about COVID-19 and other similar viruses to create possible scenarios. The researchers are predicting wintertime outbreaks of the virus will probably occur after this current pandemic wave. As a society, beyond just this immediate situation, we should start looking forward to understand how this experience is going to change us or how it should change us because this is going to be transformative it is going to be transformative on a personal basis on a social basis on a systems basis we're never going to be the same again we're not going to forget what happened here the fear that we have, the anxiety that we have, that's not just going to go away. Uh, when do we get back to normal? I don't think we get back to normal. I think we get back or we, we, we get to a new normal. 